0: You are now listening to the NYYST Podcast.
1: Welcome back. This is episode 217 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris and S.G.R. What up, dude? (laughs)
2: Fitting. Facing the Pirates this weekend.
0: The whole S.G.R. thing is really sticking, by the way. It's really catching on nicely.
1: Totally is, and I, don't, I, don't, I don't love it. We got to get Ryan a jersey that says SGR on the back.
0: Do you do you do jerseys with the name on the back? How else do you do them? Well, it's kind of funny. I was <laughs> I I'm tinkering with a new cover art for us, and I want it to be like the back of us with jerseys that say our names on right. it. But I didn't know if you were okay with that because I know I'm you're. Wearing,
1: I'm wearing one right now.
0: Okay, I thought so. <clears throat> I thought so. I know you're no, just shirt, a, jerseys, jerseys are, are a a no, can. jerseys are yes,
1: jerseys are a no.
0: Okay, deal.
1: Where do you weigh in on the whole? Uh, I'm you open the can of worms. No, no, so no. no. I'm, I'm on.
0: There. I'm on with that. If you're
1: wearing, all right, I'll say this. If you're wearing a
0: Yankee jersey that has a name on the back, I hope it was a gift. Like I hope someone gifted that to you.
1: But I would also be offended that you know me. That you should know me better than that. Right. Yeah, but that price that there's a there, there's a, a price, price difference, jump, and that's no, there's okay. not there's, there's not, not. Oh, there's so no price difference.
2: So then, come on, you're being if selfish. You, no, if you get like if you get like a stitched one with the name right. on the back,
1: but and... you can get the replica. You don't need to spend right. four hundred dollars on a fucking baseball jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just selfish at that point. My I bought a Garrett Cole jersey <laughs> as a Christmas present for myself, and guess how much the. It costs with the name $45? versus without the. Guess how much it costs with the name versus without the name. Um, twenty dollars. This is it's the same sixty. It's exactly the same price. You can go to it's Fanatics right now, and get a Garrett Cole jersey with that with the name and without the name. Here's why you you're selfish.
0: Here's why you're selfish.
1: Uh-huh. You're
0: uh-huh. not. You're you're assuming that uh-huh. everyone else uh-huh. around you isn't enough of a fan to know just based on the number who you're wearing and on top of that you are like well this is a fucking Aaron Judge jersey and I don't know if you know who Aaron Judge is but he's like the best so I need to make sure the fucking name is on the back so everyone knows who I'm wearing right now because you don't see the name you're not seeing the name so why have it selfish
1: Okay, if that's how you feel, you now right. you feel now you feel the person is being selfish if they wear the name on the back.
0: Correct. In, in some way, it's like a narcissistic type purchase. I think. Well, I was. I'm kidding, by the way. I you know I got to say this more often. I'm joking,
1: guys. I just don't like the name on the back. I don't. Okay, I'm joking. I was uh, talking to somebody a few weeks ago, and they had bought a Carl pavano jersey okay stop i don't care
0: i don't care and anymore. He's like, who buys a carl pavano jersey carl pavano's right. kids don't buy carl pavano jerseys
1: right so he's like i didn't ever know what to do with it and i was like lucky for you there's no name on the back it's now garrett cole jersey oh
0: nice nice okay. or And that's the- if it did have a name on the back i could give him a few things to do with it too
1: See, that's the key. If you buy, you, that's another reason why you should always buy no name. Think of how many times you could have recycled a number sure. 24 or number 25 jersey sure. in the last X years. You know, Tino Martinez to Robinson Cano to now, I know everybody hates him, but Gary Sanchez. Then you could have done like Teixeira, Glaber, sure. Giambi, you know. You sure. put the name on the back, now it's ruined.
0: It's like, um can't think of the word I'm looking for. Recyclable? Recyclable? I just said that like oh. literally seconds ago. Oh, Didn't, Don't listen really to everything. <laughs> but you
1: if you don't want to wear Yankee gear from like 2001, lucky for you, we have some new stuff out on the shop. Mm. Uh, uh, Chris has done an amazing job with the design on the uh, first three shirts oh, of the you. Sterling si- Silhouette series. We got right now on the shop Matsui, uh, Judge, and Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier just dropped this week. And then we still have Derek Jeter and Glaber Torres to go. Those will be opening day drops. And like when we dropped the first two, I don't, it's not that I think you did a bad job with the Hideki Matsui one. It's just how much I loved the way Aaron Judge came out. And I think I like how Frazier came out even more.
0: Wow. Yeah, Frazier Frazier came out good. We we had a picture that we were using on, and it was the, I wasn't going to accept any other picture at that point when once you sent it. Because it was just too good, of like his stance. It was when he hit that massive home run with the mask on, and and everyone in the media used him as like the example. Like if Clint Frazier can hit a 500 foot home run with a mask on, you can drive with the mask on and stuff like that. Like when that whole thing started, um, I it was that picture, and but there was no high quality ones. And I'm not going to say what I did to find the picture that was finally high quality, but I did it. And uh the shirt ended up coming out really nicely.
1: you were like on the on the dark web I was it yeah. wasn't the
0: dark web per se, but it I did I did a few did a few
1: things this and, is
2: on a few lists
1: yeah yeah <laughs> a few lists so you can go to the shop why don't you drop the the the, uh, the <laughs> if the actual uh, code or not the code the uh, my the
0: sports wing. talk com slash Shop. I'll say it again, myysportstalk.com sports slash slash shop. Now you can do other things there too. You can li- actually listen to this show on our uh, on our website. If you're watching on YouTube right now, uh, please subscribe and like. But also, you can go to myysportstalk.com dot slash slash podcast and you'll see, like, a subscribe button right on, on the top where it'll show you some of the places. I mean, you can find us anywhere audio-wise, but it'll show, a, show like, the top four or five places you can find us to subscribe audio as well. And if you're listening on iTunes, please take a second, leave us a five-star rating and review. You guys have been friggin' awesome with the reviews lately. Uh, we really appreciate yeah. it. So leave us a five-star rating and review. Subscribe to the show. And uh, just friggin' call up one Yankee fan that you know and... Let them know about the show. That's how we're going to grow. Didn't mean right. to rhyme,
1: but also when you go to shop and you want to pick up some new swag over there, NYYST thirty. No, it's NYYST Pod. Right, that's the code. NYYST Pod.
0: Pod thirty. I think you don't even know. We don't even know. Just DM us if
1: you're having tr- if you're having trouble. I, I, I feel believe it's NYYST some. Pod.
0: If you're having trouble with the code, why don't we go? Let's you guys talk and I'll find the code. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's NYYSTP. Why don't you set up our first our first topic of discussion, and I'll find the exact code.
1: Hey, Brian, what do you want to talk about today?
0: That's it. That's how we're gonna do this. We're just it's gonna be like a fucking.
1: so well, like a- you know you gotta give you gotta let Ryan uh kind of bask in his glory here. I mean the Yankees uh it's Sunday afternoon about four thirty, uh Yanks just wrapped up a four nothing win over to the, over to the Phillies in a spring training. Uh, I don't even know if you can call them games anymore. There's so many weird rules. Like the managers can decide to play five, seven, or nine innings. Uh, there's like a a mercy rule now where if the pitcher throws twenty pitches the manager can can stop right. the inning. They did that with the Well with they Reeler. consulted
0: with the virus and the virus negotiated and said, look, if you only do seven innings, we'll keep you safe. But if you go any more than that, you're fucking done. Especially but, with people in the stands.
1: But anyway, the Yankees won four nothing today. All four runs off the bat of one Brett Gardner hit a grand slammy. He's, he he
0: freaking swagged it too. Like you could tell he wanted to just go crazy over it, but he just like swagged it up. Came across he home plate, dugout, came across home plate, and I guarantee you the first thing he did was shove it in in Judge's face. I guarantee you. Just
2: imagine how many more of those I'd hit if I was wow, six, seven. Wow,
0: sn- you sound just like him, dude.
1: I yeah, we had him on last week, and he sang. that was the audio. No, wasn't. <sighs> Oh, it is it it is nyyst pod by the way and it saves you 30 percent and free shipping i mean really i think that'll bring the cost down to about 21 dollars. 21 for one of those oh, i was wondering who's he... walking in my you're uh, so distracted you're like, you're like it you're like a dog Squirrel. yourself
2: he's like that dog and yeah
1: girl um... yeah. well dude Squirrel? when a dude when a guy wearing <laughs> what a a uh, pulled over hoodie over his head walks up your driveway in the middle of the afternoon. You don't take notice of that. Hi, I'm Tom.
0: Um, It is MIYST Pod. What? 30% off free shipping. What were you saying? You could get the shirt for like 21 bucks, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, wow,
0: that's a steal right there. Yeah, especially during COVID. Like yep. all these, you go on some of these sites for like a, a good t shirt. They're fucking through the roof right now.
2: You're right, dude.
0: You're right. I mean,
1: it's definitely not like Uber Eats where I order a nine dollar Chipotle bowl and then it ends up costing me seventeen dollars. <laughs> Let it me deliver. tell
0: you, real quick. I know some people don't like the bullshit. You know what? Skip no, it then. Just skip it. But sometimes we people need to like get out life stuff. People people pe- like the ADHD they do, a, but you, sometimes you need to get out like life stuff before you get before you can focus yeah. on the core stuff and. I didn't oh, realize, boy. I always knew Uber Eats and like DoorDash were more expensive. I got that.
1: I did a show sheet today, by the way. Yeah, I know. So we, we can, we're going to be more structured than North.
0: I know, but we got to just get this out. I didn't realize how bad it was. So someone I know was ordering an egg salad sandwich, right? She, she never did it on, on DoorDash before. She usually goes and picks it up and it's like five bucks. They were gonna charge her eighteen dollars on DoorDash. I was gonna
1: say, what was it, eighteen fifty? Eighteen dollars.
0: That's fucking crazy.
1: That's insane. Well, you insane. get de- you got to get the delivery fee, then the service fee, plus you got a tip on top of it. I
0: gotta say, at, out of all the out of Be all the different fee. out of all uh-huh. the different technologies, your lazy fuck fee. Yeah, yeah. lazy. Right. Yeah, you got the lazy. That's a, that's fee. an appropriate okay. fee. fee. Out of all the different technologies that came up in the last ten years, I'd say that. This has been the quickest to, to go. Like, if you think back just a handful of years ago, remember like having to call restaurants to place an order? You don't even have to do that anymore. Do you remember the times like not too long ago where only the restaurants that offered delivery could actually fucking deliver? Now, now you
2: they can take get a McDonald's. Picture Forget, it. Outside.
1: Forget it. Forget it. Yeah, the CNY. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, your hamburger is over here next to your uh, your uh, ashtray. Yeah. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, I hit it underneath the, your tray, I, I put it underneath your tray, dude. <laughs> Unreal! So, yeah, go to nyyst,
0: whatever dot y- sports slash to- shop. Use code NYYSTPOD pod to save 30% off your entire order. It doesn't even have to be on just those shirts. We have a bunch of different uh, shirts up there, a lot of merch, and uh, hoodies s- are
1: coming soon, right? Hoodies right. are coming soon. 30- I know we're I, I know we're hoping to be out of hoodie season soon but I s- still think the hoodies are going to fly off the shelves as they say. 30% off and free shipping. Yeah. And you know what about the
0: hoodies though? What? If you're going to any games in April and or or even early May really a night
1: game, then we need to offer fucking, parkas. It gets fucking cold, dude. No, we need to offer parkas then. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? It wasn't that was me and you, right? The women were there also. I don't refer to them as as people, just women. Oh right, you're a bully. Uh, is Eminem <laughs> Eminem <laughs> Eminem's
0: canceled, dude? You're not allowed to say him on podcasts anymore.
1: Look, all I'm going to say about that is the hypocrisy of the people that do the canceling. When he was taking shots at the former president of the United States of America,
0: <laughs> I'm so it's so crazy. Wait, hold on. No, just just think of this. I, I I'm glad you brought this up and. I promise this will be my last fucking thing I bring up, but they're canceling him over a line just because it's a more relevant song like over the last five six years all I'll tell you is if you agree with him being canceled on that line just you do yourself a favor Mathers,
1: do be. yourself
0: do yourself a favor go on Apple music whatever you listen to Spotify and just listen to role model How okay him roll uh, j- <laughs> that's not even that's the worst of it. But role model, just get through the song and tell me how many different things are ten times worse than what they're canceling them for. And well, role model's his best song, I think, lyrically. But all ever. I'm
1: saying, you know, is now that we have a new president and we don't need Eminem to to tear down the former president. Now it's like, okay, now we're gonna look back yeah. into his court his his music catalog. Yeah. From, it's
0: all about when, it's all about when, how important they are at the time.
1: And, and dude, when I when I saw that it was the Rihanna song. I was like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, I've been listening to Eminem since like 1998. The dude literally wrote an entire song about murdering his wife. Literally, it's called
0: Bonnie and Clyde. Listen to it. (laughs) Like literally, it's about that.
1: Okay, but I was I Eminem triggered in my brain because he did write a song called Bully. Did he? About how he? Uh, got, I hate Eminem's he, new yeah, shit.
0: Like bully, his first three bully. albums, in my opinion, are the three best rap albums ever made. But after that,
1: I give he's most. Awful. I give most artists like like four albums tops, and then after that, it's just trash.
0: Yeah, yeah. Except Chris
1: Stapleton, he he's That's freaking phenomenal. Oh, uh, he's not canceled yet. No, not yet. All right, let's uh, get to Yankee shit. Really We've been bullshitting here. for give, fifteen minutes. Give him a minute; he'll be canceled soon. All right. Anyway, uh, so Gardy with the grand slammer today. Yankees win four nothing. Uh, we keep bringing it up, man, and I, I just wanted to say it again because I, I, just, I think it's so true. Like, there's just a different feeling with the Yankees now that Gardy's back.
0: Yeah, I uh, when he hit that home run today, I don't get excited over anything right. in spring. I was training. so happy for, and I, it, you know what I said, it came out of my mouth. I, I. Didn't even just think it. I actually said it out loud. I am so fucking happy they got this guy back. I'm so happy
1: he's here this year. And they even said it on the broadcast. Guardi being a significant contributor to this team this year doesn't mean he's the starting left fielder. It just means that he's going to get a significant amount of playing time. Well, you know,
0: you don't even think about it, yeah. but we talk about how important it is for the Yankees to have a pretty strong bench this year and guys who can come off the bench and, and do some damage. Guardi Ooh. is actually that guy. I mean, Guardi, think about, he's still fast. It's not like he lost speed. He's still fast. He can come in off the bench defensively. He can come in to pinch run. He can come in to lay down a bunt. He can come in to friggin' hit a home run. He can come in to poke one in, into down the line. I mean, he's a guy who's going to be deadly off the bench. Right. A- and you hope that's where he stays. I mean, we love Guardi to death, but... If he's starting the out, if he's starting in the outfield, it either means someone sucks, or more
1: likely, someone's hurt. Yeah, but we broke it down a few weeks ago. Even if everybody's healthy, he's still going to start ninety two yes. hundred games. Yeah, this yeah,
0: year. and I, and you know what? I'm cool with that as long as they're not relying on him to be one of the three outfielders every single day.
1: All right, so we got a little bit of breaking news on Wednesday, I guess it was, and it was kind of shocking uh, when we heard the news that Aaron Boone was in the hospital. He was going on, he was undergoing a procedure to have a pacemaker put in. Um, Apparently, he's fine. You know, he's fine. He was back in uh, managing yesterday, but it was still kind of shocking that it just kind of came out of nowhere. We, uh, it's something that he had kind of forgotten about, but I remember hearing about it that Boone had open heart surgery in 2009 while he was still playing. I believe he was with the Astros in 09. Um, I well, have
0: Boone a question some- for you. I don't know if you'll know the answer to this, but, uh, you know, they, they reported it as an emergency leave of absence because of the surgery.
1: Yeah, they made it seem like a, like he was dying Well, no, no, no. The they not, just, it. not just Immediate that. Immediate medical leave of absence.
0: Well, here's my take on it from because a pacemaker surgery, I mean, anytime they're operating with anything to do with your heart, it's a serious surgery. I don't care how quickly it's done or how quickly you recover. It's always serious. So I'm not downplaying the actual surgery itself, but it's a procedure that they do very efficiently now and it has a quick turnaround time. Um so when I heard them say emergency leave I was like yeah but then he gave like a he gave like a press conference or he at least talked to the media and it seemed like it was planned within the Yankee organization for a while like it seemed like they knew because before spring training he said he was feeling dizzy but all the like reports came back okay but it seemed like he knew about this for at least a week or so that this was going to be happening and they just didn't want to release anything until he actually had to go into surgery so the whole emergency leave thing i think was also what made us think this was more going to be they, more they, serious they used than, the word emergency yeah when 100%. i well not not the yankees per se but i'm saying i was listening to the fan when it was reported and, so and media he was, mystery. no, well, he was reading a statement. So I don't the know who exactly it came from, you? but it said uh, emergency uh, leave. I saw
1: <clears throat> Okay. So i Has Mike uh, ever had a pacemaker put in? I, I don't know. I, that didn't up <laughs> upon his medical history, but anyway, so Boone had open heart surgery in 09. Uh, and then, like you said, he had complained, been complaining. Complaining about dizziness, uh fatigue, all those, you know, a lot of different things. They ran some tests. And um, you know, it's something wrong with the obviously there was some wrong with the the rhythm of the heart or the so they decided to put the pacemaker in. And then, you know, he was back in his office on Friday. I think he had the surgery on Wednesday. He was back in his office on Friday getting COVID tested so he can manage the team on on, on Saturday, which was amazing to me because they didn't want Garrett Cole traveling. Uh, he was supposed to start Saturday. They didn't want Garrett Cole traveling because of the weather, uh, so they kept him backing through a bullpen or a simulated game. I forget which one. In Tampa Saturday morning, and then uh, the Yankees traveled to uh, face the uh, Pirates uh, Saturday. So Boone was back in the dugout managing on Saturday, which, I mean, what is it, two, three days he was actually out. Uh, to me you know, we've been kind of on Boone's case. First of all, when just take you through the evolution of Aaron Boone, I remember back when, um, we used to have Chris Corelli on regularly. Chris Corelli is a, I think he's running a chain of gyms down in North Carolina now, but when he used to work for SMY, uh, we used to have him on a show regularly. And I remember having him on, uh, that like the day or the next show we recorded after the Yankees had hired Boone. And, um, I remember, I remember uh, saying that out of all the guys that were, like, on the list, like, the finalists, like, Boone was the one guy I didn't want. Yeah, me too. And then I kind of fell in love with Boone, and we coined the term Booner for Boone.
2: Booners. Uh, That's got to so be a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs> you're going to walk around, you're gonna walk around your, your neighborhood with that? Booner for Boone. I would. Mm-hmm. Think about some. You know what?
0: Think about some of these fucking shirts out there, dude.
1: You know what we should do? We should find a good charity. We should sell Booner for Boon shirts and 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 donate the money to a good charity. Okay. I like and that, that should be easy. And that should be easy for you to come up with. It's just simple, a simple design. Yeah, for sure. And that, we'll do. We'll, we'll like. We'll. There will we'll be no come penis. Up
0: with, there will be no penis on the <laughs> actual shirt.
1: No, but we'll look look up to a good charity to donate to, uh, especially since this is booing, maybe to like, you know, somebody that studies heart disease or something like that. But we'll talk about that more off the air. But I do. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe he, maybe
0: he were. I don't know if you just said this, but I was thinking as you were talking at the end, maybe he has a charity that he's like, uh, or like a cause that he's works with. And we can look into that. Yeah, We can look into that.
1: So that's something we'll work on uh, after we're done with the show here. But then, like we said, Booner for Boone. We fell in love with Boone. We liked the way that he handled himself, how he had the respect of his players. Um, and then, like, you know, then we started questioning. You know, we didn't win in 18. We didn't win in 19. We didn't win in 20. And we were starting to question, like, is Boone the guy for the job? And after, after what happened this week, you know, I want this guy to win so bad now, man. I want this guy to win, and it's not that. I of course I want the Yankees to win, but I want Aaron Boone to win a World Series as the manager of New York Yankees, dude. This guy going through the health problems that he had, and you can say, "Oh, the pacemaker is not a big deal." Anytime they cut you open and start tinkering with your heart, it's a big deal. Yep. And he's a little slip up, and that guy's six feet under. I don't care what anybody says. You're gonna have the most experienced. Doctor in the world perform a thousand of these things. These guys, you're fucking around with a dude's heart. Yeah. Don't tell me that it's no big deal. Sure, okay, sure. So anyway, and the guy is back in the dugout in two days managing a bullshit preseason game when it's fucking raining rain. out, and it's not even in Tampa. He had to get on a bus and go fucking manage that game. So So that guy, he he earned, oh my, dude, he earned my fucking, not that I never didn't respect Aaron Boone, but, dude, I just, my respect for Aaron Boone just went to another level.
0: It's a different respect. And it's more like you respected the guy as a baseball guy. You respected the guy and how he handled his job and how he handled the clubhouse and how he handled the media. But you never really had that respect of how much he cares about this team because you just, that's something that's assumed, right? You have this job. It's important to you. You take a lot of time away from your family and that's just assumed. But until you have a fucking pacemaker put in and you're back in two days taking COVID tests, just so you could manage a spring training game in the rain, you don't really have anything to quantify how much this job means to him. And now you do. And that changes your respect for him completely, regardless of how you feel about him as a manager your respect for him as a guy who, is, who cares about his job and wants to give 100%. And here's what I'll say. I'm not saying you can't criticize Boone all year, obviously. right? He's a manager. He's going to make stupid fucking decisions, and he deserves to be criticized on those. That's part of his job also. But anyone who's giving me an irrational fucking argument on Aaron Boone I'm going to tell that person how fucking irrational they are. And then I'm going to compare him to Aaron Boone because I'm going to say Aaron Boone's irrational for thinking he needed to come back in two fucking days to be part of this fucking team and manage during a spring training game in the rain. That's the guy that you're being irrational over. Which who, who would you rather be the, the douchebag on Twitter or the guy who actually respects his fucking job? Right. Don't fuck that with Aaron Boone. That's all I'm going to say.
1: That wanted to be there so bad to get this team in the position it needs to be. That if he would have called up Brian Cashman on Thursday when he was recovering in the in the hospital yeah. and said, <laughs> "You fucking jerk," <laughs> and, and hey Aaron, said, "How you feeling? How you feeling, Aaron?" And he and uh and Ca- and he and Boone says to Cash, "Yeah, I'm all right, but you know, I think I'm maybe take a week, ten days, see how my body reacts." Mm. Blah blah blah. What's Brian Cashman going to say? <laughs> okay, fine. Like, yeah, you take your time, bro. Yeah. Like, no one's going to rush Aaron Boone back. But he was, he, dude, into, it, it, literally almost the next day, he's in his office getting COVID tested so he can go back to work.
0: Yeah, and then, well, you, and then you take into account, like, and again, I'm not knocking players who, who decided not to play last year or whatever, uh, you know, everything's a personal thing. But there's certain guys out there that you know their intentions. And I and I won't say any names. I won't be that guy. But there were that guy Marcus. Okay, Marcus Stroman, (laughs) Stroman, uh, douche. Um, There's guys like Marcus Stroman that it was just clearly uh, the wrong intention of why he wasn't playing last year.
1: Oh, you mean to tell me that it wasn't a coincidence that he opted out after he had (laughs) enough, right. right? time to hit free exactly so like and that he's so scared of COVID that he was in a group of people uh either today or yesterday with no mask right exactly that that mark is is strong yes okay so don't sit here and say uh,
0: don't sit here and say i'm saying that based off of no facts no we have some facts on why it seems his intentions were those ways and you look take a guy like that and then you take a guy like aaron boone who friggin didn't have to do this on top of everything else it's COVID's still out there So that puts him at an even higher risk now, and he still did it. Because why? Because this is his job. This is what he loves. This is what he's passionate about. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't want the Yankees to win if they didn't have a manager like that, but like you said, Christian, now I want it for, for us, for the team, but most importantly now, fucking Aaron Boone. I want that guy to have a fucking ring.
1: He deserves it. Honestly, my my respect level and my admiration for this guy just went through a whole nother level, and you can say, oh, you know, you're being an overreaction. It was a... Uh, fuck you. I'm not being... It's not an overreaction. The guy could have easily taken a week, two weeks to sit and relax and see how his body felt. I don't care what doc... No doctor would have said, no, Aaron, you have to go to back to work the next day. And, and Brian Cashman, Randy Levine, Hal Steinbrunner, nobody would have said, no, Aaron, you have to be at work the next day. Yep. They would have given him as yeah. much time as he needed, especially At this point in the year, no one would have said two words to this guy, but the fact that he wanted to go back to work the next, literally almost the next day, how can you ever have a crossword to say about Aaron Boone? Yeah, right. He's going to make mistakes this year. He's going to pull Garrett Cole one, maybe a batter too early, and then the next day he might pull Jamison Tyon a batter too late, and it might cost the Yankees a fucking game. Yeah, you can get on him for that shit. But, dude, the fact that this guy wants to. Don't just, question just, his intentions, is what we're saying.
2: Mm-hmm. Dude,
1: sometimes there's guys that have jobs, and then there's guys that, that you can see they want the job that they have. And Aaron Boone, and not that he really ever needed to prove it to me, but it just solidified the fact that he wants to be the, the manager. Of the, well,
0: I think guys. if you go back to like when he was getting hired and when we questioned it, um, the one thing we always heard was like he just won the yankees over he he's the guy for the job he's the one who wants to be here who who wants to see this team who wants to be in charge of this team and lead them to a championship and again we knew all that but until you have a, a situation where you can can really like make that a tangible thing you don't realize how badly this guy Wants his job and cares about his job until shit like that happens,
1: right? If you got if you got your chest cut open, Chris, and you're back okay, to the next you day, could you no no you, no. no you don't could, you think your wife
0: is going to say something to you too? I could have a fucking ingrown hair pulled surgically, and I'd be out of work for three weeks. I'd be like, they cut, they put me under anesthesia, they cut me open, I'm still sick from it. And I'd be out for three weeks. If I had open heart surgery, forget it. I'd probably look for fucking, uh, not open heart surgery, but he did have open heart surgery. Yeah, no, But, but uh, if I had a pacemaker put in, forget it. I would just, I'd be done. Let alone go back during COVID uh, in a spring training game in the rain.
1: So we're all glad that Aaron Boone seems to be doing well. He's back managing the club. And uh, like we said, man, I just... I really hope that the Yankees get it done this year this way. There's no doubt that Aaron Boone will go down in history as a World Series winning manager of this club because I really think, especially after the events of this week, the guy fucking deserves it.
0: Yeah, and I'll say this one one last time because the season's approaching quicker than, than we know. There's something about this team that I haven't felt in a really long time and I don't even know why I feel it. Because you got COVID in your brain. Yeah, fun, maybe. Then. I do have COVID brain still. Right. That could be it. That could be it. But like, I really can't put my finger on it. And a lot of it had to do with the Gardner signing and just feeling that was the last thing like to make this team. I'm not saying other moves aren't going to be made or might need to be made, but there is something about this team that when I envision this season, I envision a championship team. And I can't explain it, but. I think this is finally the fucking year. I really do.
1: Right. And it's because maybe because some goes to what I said, maybe last week or two weeks ago is that it might be this blind optimism that in the back of your mind, this is, this is kind of all or nothing now. Like this could be it for this team, this, this kind of regime if they don't get it done. So we're putting all our eggs in the basket. So, you know, we, we, you know, we're glad Boone's doing well. Uh, hopefully, uh, the Yankees don't cause him any other heartaches this year. It's a, it's a oh. 1998 style run through the through the American League in the World Series. That would be fucking nice, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> maybe a guy that doesn't does not not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because we have to cover it because it's uh, true. <laughs> You know, maybe there's a guy on this team that doesn't deserve a World Series ring, and that's Domingo Herman, who made his spring debut uh, a couple days ago. I forget what day it is, uh, but he pitched two innings, struck out four guys, no runs allowed, and uh, there you go. That's the re- That's the guy. That's Domingo Herman. That's the stuff that makes him such a valuable part of this team, and it's gonna. He's going to contribute if he's healthy and pitches like the way we've seen him pitch in the past. He's going to contribute to a lot of wins this
0: year. I think before we go into all of that, we have to be fair. And you read me something that we we did not know when we were going off on our rant of why the Yankees would keep this guy around. We were unaware of this, I guess, rule you can call it or regulation put in through the players union or whatever um, with domestic violence or disturbance, whatever you want to, you know, whichever one And it was, what was it Christian? You had it. Uh, they couldn't release him. Correct.
1: Well, I'm going to give credit to our boy at medic nine, six, eight. I reached out to him cause I actually saw him tweet it. He sent me the actual rule and of course it's all written in lawyer bullshit and not like actual like English. Like where it says you cannot do this because of this. It's all like a player shall forth, not hence this, because once the skies open up in legal jargon, blah, 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 you know. So basically, um, if I'm reading the rule correctly and, uh, you know, people that have mentioned it have also heard it correctly, uh, that you cannot once the player has been disciplined, you cannot release the player. For the domestic violence incident. He has to be. Re- he can only be released. Uh, for baseball related. Uh, for baseball. You know something baseball related. Like if he sucks her. Or- Did
0: it say that this is unique to domestic violence? I
1: yeah, just don't I'll
0: understand s-
1: it. I don't understand. I have to send it to you. I, again I. I'm going to admit that this is way over my head. The language in it. Because. Like, I'll read it. I'm. Oh, you're a lawyer now. I'm pretty much a lawyer now, yeah. Because last week you were a doctor, now you're a lawyer. Doctor, lawyer, psychologist is really... So that's your area of expertise. Yes. Uh, All right, so I'll, I'll send it to you. I might have sent it to you, but I'll resend it uh, in a little bit. <clears throat> so basically, if I'm understanding it correctly, the Yankees can't just get rid of Domingo Herman because he smacked his girlfriend. Mm. He was suspended. He paid his penalty. So now they can only get rid of him because he's not good at baseball. So, I mean, again, if you're hoping that he goes out there and has three or four outings where he's just awful and he gets released because of that, I guess that's the only way the Yankees are going to get out of this. So it looks like he's here. I guess we have to just take it at face value that he is here. And again, it's like I keep saying, and I tweeted earlier in the week, it's just going to be one of these things that you're going to be uncomfortable with this year. You know what he did. There's a lot of detail about it. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're going to root for the Yankees to win. And you're not always going to root for the guy in the laundry. You're, you're going to root for the laundry.
0: Yeah, and you kind of said this, and it's not like it's not like you'd be rooting for Herman to fail um, because you're a Yankee fan. But, I mean... Best case scenario at this point, if you're someone who wants Herman gone and you don't want to look at him, you know, he has a a few rough outings right off the bat in games that really aren't too important and they fucking cut ties. See ya, you know, but you, you hope for me personally, I don't know if I'll forgive him as a fan because I don't know the guy. I think if you're going to forgive someone for doing what he did, you got to know him and, and genuinely see that he's a better person and it wouldn't happen again and so on and so forth as a fan I'll, I'll never get to that point but maybe his teammates will and if they're willing to accept that and 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 give him a second chance then you know it is what it is at that well, point we'll go
1: back to what luke voight said a couple of weeks ago he said we we you know we're his teammates we have his back but we want him to know that he's on thin ice and he's got to you know basically straighten up his." and life. i think
0: that's a great statement I really do. I think how Voight handled that, that statement he gave was was spot on.
1: So again, like I really hope like this is the last time we have to talk about Domingo Herman, the uh, spousal abuser and then you know, we can just focus in on baseball. It's not, again, it's not that we want to ignore it or pretend it didn't happen. You know, you guys have your fucking stupid bullshit narratives about uh, how we may feel about women and they're, it's all garbage and everybody knows that. So I don't want to come off as somebody that condones this because we don't condone it. Uh, but at some point, you just got to kind of, you just have to, Take it for what it is, and understand that he's on the team, and you just have to cover him as a baseball player. Okay, and it's not like, oh, Domingo Herman, the wife beater, pitch today. It's just going to be like we'll just cover Domingo Herman start when we have to talk about it. You know, look, everyone just always
0: wants to like get their hands on things and change the world, but but holding Domingo Herman responsible for his actions is not our responsibility it is the responsibility of other people close to him. And if his girlfriend is willing to give him a second chance and stay with him, if the Yankees, and I know there's that rule in place, but if the team itself are willing to accept his apology and see that he's a better person and move on from it, then those are the, really the only two things that, as a fan, we need to look at at this point. And it's not our responsibility to hold him accountable for those actions. It doesn't mean you have to like him or like what he did. I'll never like him or like what he did, and I'll never accept it. But it's not our responsibility to sit here and, and, and try and change him or get him off this team. Your responsibility as a fan is to support this team, good and bad, no matter what, and hope they win every single time they take the field. That's
1: it. Right. Right. Do me a favor because you found
0: the website. Does Domingo Herman have options? Probably not. I don't think he was one of those guys on that list. But,
1: and to a larger point, why I wanted to bring up Domingo Herman again is because when he pitched, I, you know, I put out a tweet, you know, basically saying that, uh, you know, it's going to be an uncomfortable position kind of having to root for this guy because you want the Yankees to win, whatever, paraphrasing my tweet. And, you know, you get people in the comments, well, what about Chapman? What the fuck about Rollers Chapman? This is one of the things that annoys me about social media. You can't just make a statement. It's always got to be, well, what about this? You, can, you, you don't have to always be like, well, Domingo Herman's a bad guy. I don't want him here. So that means I don't want Aroldis Chapman here either. So let me make that point also mm-hmm. in every tweet that I make. We look, we said it numerous times on the show, whether whatever you want to believe about the night in question, you know, there's several different reports. He choked her, she hit him first, he was just trying to get her out of the way so he could leave and, and de escalate. Whatever you want to believe happened that night, right? That's up to you. But the facts of the what we know to be the facts are he was in a fight with his girl. Got so enraged that he fucking shot a gun off in his house or Mm -hmm. garage, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's not a stable person. No. So that's not a guy I really want on the Yankees. So if I had, you know, if I had my druthers and could get, you know, no, I wouldn't want to roll this Chapman on this team, and then people always want to get you in a gotcha moment, like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you're okay with you're okay with Chapman beating yeah, his girlfriend because he's the is. closer, because he's the closer, and he's more important." You, you're only making a stand because Domingo Hermann would probably be the fifth starter. No, neither situation is okay. I'm not okay with either situation, and, and you're not going to get me in anything. I've said numerous times that, yeah. You, <laughs> Fucking whether or not whatever the, the level of physical altercation was that night, he still did something that no sane person would go and do. Domingo so no, you is really
2: not out of options. Wow. He's, he's got one left. One option so, left. So
1: th- this is a way for the Yankees to get out of this whole thing. They could they could let him go and, and rot and scranton this year and just be like, like Hey well you know he hasn't pitched in a year and a half. we figured he needs to knock the rust off a little bit, and then next that's year. the way that, and that's the way they could get out of it
0: and then next year it becomes when you're when they're out of options, can they still try and send them down, but they have to accept the uh, they would have to they would have to designate him for assignment and then get him back if no one took him and then he would have to accept his he doesn't uh, have to accept the assignment he can that's go to what I'm saying agency. he either has to accept it or go to free agency right.
1: I mean, that is a way out for the Yankees. But I honestly, I don't see them taking that route because I think they're also willing to put this behind them at this point because, Chris, whether we like it or not, Ryan, whether we like it or not, we know the type of pitcher domingo hermán is we know the value he brings to this team i think the team is now leaning towards him being more of a starter me personally i want him more in the bullpen role either way he's still a very valuable arm to this team
0: i think it all Whether, i think it's all going to come down to what Davy Garcia does and how they view Davy Garcia.
1: It almost I, hearing Matt Blake talk today, it almost seems more like they're going to start the season with Davey in Scranton. Mm. That's the feeling I got. I don't really like that to be honest. I, really I don't like don't. it either, but they also, they already pushed, um, they already pushed the triple a season back another month. So they won't be starting in April. They'll be starting in May sometime. So, you know, Davy's sitting you know Davy's gonna be on an innings limit anyway, so do you think
0: it's and I don't wanna go like too much right. more into Herman and shit because we still have a lot to get to, but do you think it's fucked up that if they were to send Davy down and and put Herman into the rotation with Herman having an option left, like don't you think the kid deserves to start up here? And I guess if they're gonna do it, it's coming from like a uh a standpoint of he's just not ready they don't feel but like the he's it's not like he just pitched a couple innings last year i mean the kid the kid got his got his feet wet he i think he's ready to see if he can prove himself right now
1: right personally i want him in the rotation start the season but I also i get it if you don't think that he should be up here right away especially with the fact that he's going to be on an innings limit, and it is kind of, if you look, take it from that perspective, that he would be in in AAA and Herman's on the major league team, right. considering what Herman did. It's you know you're 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 rooting for Davey Garcia. That's not something that you're really looking forward to. Yeah. So, so yeah, like to to finish up that point, you know, yeah, you know, really realistically, you'd like twenty six guys that are upstanding citizens that. Go and you know donate their time to, to hospitals and uh, help old ladies cross the street and fight against uh, injustices in the world. But you you know that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen in any business that you're in. You're not going to have an entire crew of people that are the most righteous people. It, so
0: you know, for so me, yeah, it's for me though. For, like
1: for me,
0: go ahead. I'm just going to say this real quick. I don't give a fuck. Right I don't give a fuck whether you do any of those things, right? Those are bonuses. those are the things that make you fall in love with a player. but on the surface, I don't give a fuck. I'm rooting for the Yankees. I'm not rooting for a player. I'm rooting for my team to win the World Series. and when you see guys do those things, like when we went to the stadium and we talked to to Britain and Britain took uh the bracelet we had for the girl who, who passed away or took, took her own life. And he said, I'm going to wear this in my, in my, you know, my back pocket when I pitch. And we were like, okay, sure. And then you see a, a slow motion replay and you see the outline of the, of the bracelet. And I was like, you know what? It gave me a different respect for that guy. But if that didn't happen, I would still root for the Yankees. As fans, we don't have to, we need to root for the team. And it's those things that make us either love or hate a player. And what Herman did makes me hate him. Okay, everyone should fucking hate him. But that doesn't mean that we can't root for this fucking team.
1: That's our job as fans. Right, and just to put a bow on the Chapman thing, it's not false outrage, because that's the whole reason why I don't want to bring up it up. It's not false outrage because, oh, the closer is more important than Herman, so you don't care. It's not false outrage. I would prefer not to have either guy, but they're both here. And as long as they're here, uh, you—they gotta, you know, you want them. To, you, they gotta help the Yankees win. That's just the bottom line. As shitty as it is to say, you know, we've seen Chapman end the season two out of the last three years, uh, right? Was it in no last two years, nineteen and twenty? <laughs> the final, the final blow yeah. against the Yankees was a home run that a Chapman gave up. Guess what? He's still here. Yeah. So I mean. Would you rather him continue to give up season-ending home runs? It or wasn't walk a
0: walk-off this year, but it was right. the winning
1: blow, yeah. Right. So would you rather him continue to give blow. up season-ending home blow. runs? Or uh, what are you
0: doing over there? Brasso. Brasso. Yeah, so
1: like I was saying, like, would you rather him continue to give up season-ending <laughs> home runs or... Um, or, or, or locked or be, or be on the mound for the final out of the World Series. I mean, so I mean, this is what we're looking at right here. And no, no one's gonna, and we're not gonna sit there and say, Oh, Rollins Chapman's such a saint. No, he's he's, he's a fucking maniac, and uh, it is what it is, though. So I don't know how else to fucking say it at this point, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it is what it, it yeah, is. Yeah, I, I hate yeah, saying it, yeah. but it is what it is, right?
0: It's it okay, no it is what it is. You root for your team, we. Here's here's what we care about. Ready? Yankees winning a fucking World Series.
2: That's win. it. Whoa.
0: And and you know what? I'm glad you just brought that up. Another guy I want to see one more World Series. I want him to see one more World Series. John Sterling, because you yeah, know that yeah. day's coming where he's not going to show up to the ballpark anymore. That's right, not get bleak. All right? all right. I'm just saying, man. I want one Go more on. for, for for for
1: Sterling. All right. So, so John. I think. So, as we've talked about numerous times on this show here, um, the Yankees' real battles in spring right now are who's going to fill out the bench. I think if you just take out Higashioka, who's going to be you the you getting so close catching. to the mic? I,
0: it's like, like a, um, it's like my ears my, are
1: exploding. You scratch my leg, you fucking jerk. Oh, yeah, your leg. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you bolts Anyway... Wolf. So, the Yankees' real battles here seem to be on the bench. Who's going to fill out the bench? Like we said, you're probably going to take Higgy out of the equation. He's going to be the uh, backup catcher to Robinson Torinos, right? Not uh, Gary Sanchez. He's a starter, yeah. Right. So, Duh. <laughs> So a guy that really intrigues, and we know Gardy's going to be there. So, I think, really, you're looking at to, to try to fill two spots. Um because I think the Yankees are still going to take, uh, you know, they're probably still going to take thirteen pitchers. So thirteen position players, thirteen pitchers. Uh, so you're looking at really two open spots. Now, you really, if you ask me, I think Tyler Wade's got a good lock on one of those spots. I know, mm-hmm. I know, fans are in love with Derek Dietrich right now, but I'm going to call him Diet Rich because that's how you spell his name, like a <laughs> like a knockoff uh, cola that, that you buy at Walmart, like- Diet Rich.
0: What's the one call yeah. I'm thinking of? Um, RC, RC, yep. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, and look, welcome, he's brother. he's a
1: very versatile guy. Plays outfield. Plays a couple infield positions. Left-handed. Got pop. He also uh, looks wow. like he's he's trying to uh, get in that grease revival. <sighs> he's got the slick back, black hair. Thinking he's Danny Zuko. Uh, so. <laughs> But here's the one position Derek Dietrich doesn't play. Do you want to know the one position he doesn't play? <laughs> oh, uh,
0: a, before you say it, I'm just going to assume it? yeah, it's a, it? it's one of those positions you can just throw That's him there position, anyway, uh,
1: even though he's, he's never Tito. played
2: there before.
1: Um, I'll say first Derek base. Tito
2: play there?
1: No, no, he doesn't play shortstop. Ah, uh, see, I knew it was something about Tita. <laughs> so this team doesn't have a backup shortstop if they don't take Tyler Wade.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they need him. And I think and they and love Wade where, defensively
1: too, on top of that. Right. And Wade can play third he, Wade basically can play three of the four infield positions. And any anybody yeah. would uh Still versatile. Feet, anybody with two feet can play uh first base, so he probably play all of them. <laughs> it's an arbitrary we've, position. It does not seen matter. Play, he can in a pinch he could play left field. So he's oh, very yeah. versatile, right? We know that about mm-hmm. him. The problem with diet rich is is that he doesn't play shortstop. And it's not, and I know Chris doesn't want to hear, and we'll talk about this in a quick sec. He doesn't want to hear that anybody can play first base. But really, in real in in reality, not anybody can just play shortstop. Oh, 100%. I'm not saying that. I, I mean, agree just, with that. I would look, I don't, I'm not totally against what you're saying. I don't think you just throw anybody over at first base. Oh, we have nowhere to put them, put them at first base. I don't know, I don't agree with that, but I'm more open to doing it there. You can't just say, oh, we don't have anybody to stick there. We'll stick this guy at shortstop. You need somebody that knows how to play shortstop at shortstop. Yes. Yeah, that's a 100%. And, you know, Gio Rochelle, Ursh- and I know a lot of fans are saying, oh, well, Gio can do it. Let me let me go to the videotape here. Right? Gio Rochelle. And while, while you
0: do that, let me just say, um, raise your hand if you remember why the Yankees 20... 20- I forget what year it was 2017 regular season, almost completely fell apart. Um, That was when, or maybe it was 2016. I can't even remember when Chris Carter. Uh, yeah. No, that
1: was 2017
0: missed the, the throw from CC and then CC frigging got hurt.
1: Right. So, and, oh, uh, and the
0: whole season fell apart.
1: So mm-hmm. Giovanni Urshela, who's also working his way back from an injury himself. Right. So now we want to do this on top of this. Uh, has played 13 games at shortstop in his career, none since 2018. But to the fans, we can just stick him at shortstop. Mm.
0: Yes, for sure. All right, out of all the positions, I know I joke, but out of all the positions, in the infield at least, first base is obviously one of those positions where if a guy's a competent enough fielder, he can learn the position fairly quickly and... The footwork and all that, and certain situations. As a shortstop, you don't just learn that overnight. You barely learn it if you've done it your whole life. Most guys. Like Gleyber Torres. Most guys can't. Right. We're yeah. looking at Gleyber Torres, who has been a shortstop his whole life, and he's still criticized as really not being that good. Right. And he's a talented baseball player. We're not talking about some Joe Schmo who was a walk on in college and got drafted in one of the last rounds of the draft. Okay, we're talking about Plus. Who, a guy who was one of the top prospects in baseball. And he still isn't that great at
2: shortstop. Mm-hmm. And if you compare the two positions, first base and shortstop, as far as what you'd fill your bench with, you might stick a first baseman on your bench that is subpar defensively, but you wouldn't do that with the shortstop position. You'd rather have a, a solid <laughs> defender on your bench to come in, in those later innings or when you know, well, your sure, shortstop has well, a day Well, sure,
0: off. because, I mean... The corner, the corner positions are more offensive positions than, than defensive right. positions. So usually your bench guys, you're going to have at least one as a first baseman.
1: I know a lot of fans are kind of over Tyler Wade, and I kind of am too. Sorry, Brian. Yeah. Brian's under but, It's fine. It's <laughs> fine.
2: <laughs>
1: I still think that he's going to have a spot on his team this
0: year. Yeah, no play shortstop. I don't think it's even a question. I really don't. I think Tyler Wade has earned his spot on, on the bench here. You know, you can sit there and say, oh, By great. You, you've earned a bench spot. Good for well, you. No, that I mean, that's important because Tyler Wade is not a starting Major League Baseball player anywhere.
2: Tyler Wade
0: so, is not a spot. <laughs> he's, he's earned his spot here, and he, he performs his role very well. The Yankees use him very well when they have a healthy team and he's on the bench. And I think they really, they like Tyler Wade because he's reliable in the roles that they need him for late in games
1: or in certain situations. And I think he's earned that. All right. So uh, Derek Dietrich has played zero games at catcher in his career. So sorry, Gary Sanchez haters. He's not taking Gary's job. He's played 88 at first, 253 at second, 149 at third, uh, 172 and left uh and 172 total games in the outfield none in um center guess what other position he's never played an inning in in the major leagues that would be shortstop that is why he won't be on this team this year plain and simple if you're you know look sometimes i i just make i make statements and people like well who are you well this is this is the podcast that I'm on, and uh, we've been going five seasons and 217 episodes strong, and uh, so I'm allowed to have a fucking opinion, and because of that, I don't see Derek Dietrich making this team this year because he doesn't play shortstop. If he had even if he had even played ten games, and they were within the last two seasons, I could say, okay, the left-handed pop, he's versatile. He plays left field, he plays second, short, blah blah, everything. He's going to get the nod over Tyler Wade just because he's a much more competent offensive player, but he's never played shortstop. And that's where Tyler Wade is going to win this this positional battle, if you want to say it that. So now we're looking at Gardy. We're looking at uh, Higgy. We're looking at um, Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade. Would anybody disagree with that
0: right now? No, and I'll say this just to go on top of your point here. People think that you're filling your bench with – It's like your your nine starters, right? Are your best nine, and then your four guys on your bench are your best four bench player, uh, next four best guys. That's not how a bench works.
1: No, if that were the case, then maybe
0: Dietrich would make the make the team. But your bench doesn't work that way. Your bench needs to be guys who can come off the bench at any time, and any day, during any game, and produce, right? And produce for your team effectively. If, he, if he's not a shortstop, that's the one place that we really need a, a guy. So you
1: just can't have it. You need Tyler Wade there. And I don't like the idea of having one of my starting players be a backup for another position. That's why I don't like... I, DJ LeMayu is my second baseman. Can he fill in other Sure, but I don't want to have to rely on DJ LeMayu to play third or play first base. When Luke Voigt needs a day, or if Gio Rochella needs a day, because what if DJ LeMayu also needs a day? You should sure. have a backup for DJ LeMayu, not to have, D- and then, and have a backup for Luke Voigt, not have DJ LeMayu be Luke Voigt's backup. You guys understand what I'm saying? Yes.
0: And, and, yeah. and, and to that point, mm-hmm. too, like you're going to carry a catcher, obviously. Some teams carry two, right? That's just something you do. Normally, if they're going to carry three catchers, one of those catchers also has some time at first base as well, but you're always going to carry at least one catcher, obviously. But other than that, your other guys are usually guys who are pretty versatile, right? Like if, if judge God forbid goes down, you can, you can friggin' stick Frazier there or guardy or whatever. Right. And then, and then if, uh, you know, if one of the infielders goes down the middle infielders, Tyler Wade can play either one, or if guy needs a day, Tyler Wade can doesn't just have
1: to be a shortstop, and right. you you need that. You need versatility on your bench. You definitely do. So Obviously, you know your catcher is going to be your catcher. Look at my look at my backup outfielder, Guardi, can play all three outfield positions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Look at my backup infielder. He also he plays every. Infield position. He could probably be stuck at first base in a pinch. And he put and he can give me uh some time in left field if I was in that big of an emergency. So yeah, Tyler Wade is gonna be on this team. So who is the last man standing, so to speak? Who's going to make the team as the last bench player? Is it this guy right? Is it this guy
0: right here? No, it is not Homer Simpson, aka Mike Ford. And if it is, we have a problem.
1: I mean, we have a big problem. Now, I don't want to see Mike Ford anywhere near this team. No, I wouldn't even. I don't even want to see Mike Ford selling fucking peanuts in the stands. Okay, I, I don't. I don't want to see Mike Ford near this team near the with stadium with his little just just God leaning talking. on his back, thick. You know, the chewing. You, you can just imagine have- it. Imagine you can then all imagine it in his mind where he sticks the bat like right up on right up on the inside of his thigh, kind of leans back, you know, yeah. chewing his gum like he doesn't have a care in the world, fixing the fucking uh the velcro on his batting gloves and then oops, I struck out. Yeah. Or oops, I popped up the first.
0: Yeah. I mean he had some good moments. I was at one of the games he did were, a, when that moment in
1: that moment cursed Aaron Boone forever. He's been Aaron Boone's been chasing that with Mike Ford ever since. Yeah, he, hit that he, home he really run. has. Yeah. Um. So, again, now we look at Jay Bruce, a guy that is an accomplished slugger mm. in this league.
0: He lefty, played, Jay, lefty, Jay, lefty, Jay,
1: lefty. Jay, 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 Jay. he doesn't have a ton of experience at first base. He has fifty four career games there. Is he your backup first baseman? C. That's, I think so. That's just as simple as that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, for me, he he is, and and one of the reasons why is because his bat off the bench is why he's on the bench, right? Not necessarily to be my backup first baseman, and the only reason I can say that is because we have a guy in the infield. Again, you don't want to move DJ to first, but you know you can, and you know he can get the job done. Right, so for me, I need a guy, especially a lefty, who has pop, 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 to come off my bench, and and I know can do damage against the right-handed uh, pitcher, and that's Jay Bruce all day, every day. I need him on my bench. I need him on my bench until I use him enough times where and he's not effective and doesn't do anything for me. I need him on my bench.
2: It's his spot to lose, in my opinion. He was, he was starting at first base for the Mets, um, I think that was in 2018, right before Pete Alonzo came up. They were trying him out, and he was pretty bad. But you know, he's still an offensive piece that I think they'll take his offense for a, for a backup first baseman.
0: Plus, you have a, let's not forget, you have a guy at first base who played on one foot and one stub last year um, and didn't really miss any time. So, I don't
1: think I've seen Bruce in any games at first base this year. I obviously, yeah, spring really, training, I'm not, I'm not taking the, not really studying box scores right now, but I don't think he's played at first base. I don't know. See, this could all be an argument over nothing because I don't know if the Yankees envision him in that role. I'm just saying if we're going to realistically break down this bench here, I would almost om- I, – I, Oh, my God. I just don't want Mike Ford on this team, dude. I don't want him on this team. Oh God. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I think you make a good point. I think Jay Bruce isn't on this bench as a backup first baseman, per se. He's on this bench as a backup fucking pop of a lefty bat. You know? And you know you can stick him there. He ha- He does have some experience there. And Jay Bruce is a veteran, dude. If he needs to fucking start working out first base and he's just going to be a bench guy, he's going to have a lot of time to do that. And he's going to get that done. He's not going to tell you that he'll go there unless he's 100% confident that he could get the job done.
1: Look, well, I think the Yankees are going to end up relying on LeMayu to play a lot of first base in, in Voight's absence, and that will give uh, Wade some time at uh, at second. I don't think you're going to you, – you should – you shouldn't shift Glaber around. You need him to play shortstop. Let him play shortstop. So that should just, you know, that should just be that well, right there. Think of it. Think of this real quick.
0: Let's just say you have Jay Bruce as your final guy, and Voight needs a day, and you start him at first base. The reason why you can do that is because if it's a close game and it's an important game, you know you can t- take him out and shift DJ over if need be. And you're feeling a little bit better when when the time comes to to need to tighten up your defense.
1: You think Dietrich makes a team to be the backup first baseman? We've seen that he has experience well, over there.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm looking I mean, at we, his numbers. I think that, I mean, we that would kind be of, the debate.
1: I mean, we did kind of dismiss him.
0: I don't really know, you know, know. Dietrich. At, I don't really know a lot of his history. How many games at first base has he played?
1: Uh, Danny Zuko, hey, eighty-eight, but he started ladies. in
2: sixty-four. <sighs>
0: Maybe. I, I mean, maybe. I, ju- I want Jay Bruce. I want Jay Bruce to lose. His- I, I want it to be his job, his spot, until he loses it. I want it to be his Six spot to lose. Only. Seriously, I do. Because Jay Bruce, they got him here for a specific reason. The Yankees need a lefty bat off the bench that has pop. You know who that Our guy was? You know who that guy was for the for the Yankees last on. year? You know who that guy was? Mike Ford. Mike Ford. And we saw how that ended. Alright, wait. Okay. So I think...
2: wait. Uh he's played On oh, never mind, that's the wrong line. In fifty four games he's made seven errors. That's not bad.
1: No, that's that is actually That's terrible bad. for a first terrible compared,
2: compared I'm comparing it with Dietrich's uh line, which is six. In how many that's so not like a 80, uh, 64 started. Yeah. So it's That's not much difference yeah. there. It's so. like
0: choosing the lesser of two evils. Right.
2: <clears throat>
0: I think when you're going to evaluate the two, this is what I'll say on it. If you're going to evaluate the two, you're not evaluating on who's more of a liability at this point because they're both going to be at first base. Okay. Let's just keep it at that. You're You're evaluating them on who's going to bring you more value in the role that you need them for. And for me, that's Jay Bruce all day, every day.
1: Because Jay Bruce is giving me something that
0: this team lacks.
1: If you're going to have Wade on the team, Wade brings your versatility. And even though uh, maybe Dietrich has a little bit more pop in the bat, much more competent hitter, uh, he doesn't play shortstop. So you're going to take your your versatility guy, and it's going to be Tyler Wade. So now your last spot is going to be for – and this is the way I'm figuring it. The Yankees could do something completely different. The way I'm figuring it, my last spot is first base slash left-handed power, and that's got to be Jay Bruce. It cannot be Mike fucking Ford. Okay, it just no. it just can't be. All
2: right, nah, it can't be. Here's another. I'd
1: rather find wherever the fuck Jason Giambi is and bring his saggy tit ass over here because you know that's what happens after you stop doing steroids. I can't imagine he's still doing roids at this point. In his life, I'd rather bring him back and have him be a fucking backup first baseman slash lefty power than Mike Ford. Okay, I'd rather I'd rather it be Jason Giambi at fucking fifty with uh with fucking you know no more needles in his ass than it'd be Mike Ford. Is that fair? Is that fair? Am I off base on saying that? No, no I don't really no. think so.
0: All right, so here's what I'll here's what I'll say to to you know follow up with what you just said when you look at the middle infield.
1: Mike Ford's our biggest
0: fan. When you need a when you need a bench guy, (laughs) when you need a bench guy for your middle infield, and you look at the two guys who are at our middle middle infield, you're not using that bench spot for a guy to pinch hit or to hit, right? Right. You're using it for a guy defensively or a guy who needs a day off. So I don't care that he's a more competent hitter than. Tyler Wade, Diet Rich. I don't care that he's a more competent hitter than than Tyler Wade at that point, because I'm not using that position for necessarily for a competent hitter. I'm using that bench spot for a guy who I know is solid on defense and has and, and is solid on either side of second base. And that's Tyler Wade. So that's where that's
1: where he loses at that point. Right. And maybe you might want to give Voight a day against a right hander that eats him up, and that's where Jay Bruce would come in. Right. Yep. So, I don't know. To me, the bench, if I'm making the decisions, and again, we the Yankees can do a hundred different things that we're not even thinking about, but to me, the bench is going to be Higashioka, it's going to be Tyler Wade, it's going to be Brett Gardner, and it's going to be Jay Bruce, and that leaves off a lot of, I guess, quote, big names. You're looking at guys like Mike Talkman and Miguel Andujar and even, you know... A non roster invitee that a lot of fans want on the team, like Dietrich, they're not going to make this team. Yeah. And I didn't mention him like Ford because fuck him. I don't want him on the Chirinos, team.
2: Chirinos, Robinson Chirinos.
1: Right. But I think he, I think Chirinos took this contract knowing he wasn't going to make the team unless there's an injury. Mm-hmm. I think Dietrich and Anduhar and even Tachman figured they were, they would be in the mix. So. All right, so last week, and I, I did this all fucked up because I, I put the show together really late, and the idea for the over-unders came to me late in the day. So really what we should have did was run the polls and then give our opinions on the over-unders. We did it backwards this year. I, we did it on the show, and then we ran the polls. So kind of have to do two segments on it now. But I just want to briefly go over how the fans voted. Have you guys been on Twitter? Have you seen how the voting broke down?
0: some Um, of them i feel i I know that a lot of them were very polarized polls like i know most of them were either majority mostly majority for a positive result that's all i really know i don't know specifics all right
1: so anyway we'll just go down the list here and uh we'll re we'll recap here so the first one was uh Garrett Cole over under 3.17 ERA. We all took the under. The fans voted 80% under, which I thought was a really low vote on the fans part that I know 20% compared the to overlooked. the other ones
0: you're about to read, it was it was lower than we expected.
1: All right. So then we'll move on here. Uh, Corey Kluber over under 65 innings pitched. We all took the over. The fans voted 91% to take the over. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. Because you, you're not really... You're never going to hit 100% on anything. No. You could literally post a poll, should child molesters be fucking locked away forever? I need and some get, asshole. you like, no, they need to be rehabilitated. <laughs> Anyway, so we got Jamison Tyone over under 3.94 ERA. We all took the under. The fans voted 73% to take the under. Which
0: Which is actually high. No, if you think about when we debated to go over under, we said how how spot on that prediction could be.
1: Right, which is why I'm not. Which is why I'm surprised it's not closer in that 50 50 range.
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say you were surprised it wasn't more. I was gonna say that 73 really plays as like a a 90 because of how close that was.
1: Right. So we got DJ LeMayu over under two nine seven on the batting average. You and I, Chris and me, took over. Ryan hates DJ LeMayu. Mm -hmm. Took under. Eighty nine percent of the fans voted on the over. So Ryan has that many burner accounts that he got eleven percent wow. of the vote. It's impressive. Well, you
2: know, it's impressive. <laughs> I'm see, I'm looking at it more of his his batting average is gonna go down, but no, I think it, his home run numbers are gonna go up a little bit. It's I think be you like were very uh, I think you gave a very
0: rational yeah, and I don't like um, that decision to as to uh, as to why you went with the under. So yeah, we'll I think see, it could definitely see. happen. You yeah, know, we'll break he, this he, down he more in a week I hit or two when we
1: actually when we break down yeah. the uh when we give like our lineups uh part of me wants Lemayu you lower in the lineup, but I think he kind of should stay as the leadoff hitter. Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. So we'll move on to Aaron judge here over under 22 home runs. We all took the over the fans took um 93% on the over. That's good. So, and then we had somebody actually re- uh, reply. The under is easy money on this one. What was that one? Uh, on Aaron Judge over under twenty two home runs. Somebody mm. said the under was easy money. Yeah. Excuse I hope me. Not. All right. You you better hope not. We're in a lot of trouble if Aaron <laughs> Judge has hit twenty two home runs this year. That's not a lot of All things. Right. All right, Glaber Torres sixty eight runs batted in. Everybody took the over, including the fans. Uh, Ninety five percent. John Carlos Stan, and this surprised the hell out of me. 84 games played. We uh Chris and I took the under, SGR took the over. Uh and the fans voted 65% on the over. Wow. So That was know, close though. That was close. Fans are, but you know 65 35 that's a- sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's so sad. Like that should <laughs> be that should so be the closest money. one to the over. Yeah. Jesus. Right. So uh, this one was in, like we said with um with Tyone's and ERA, this was another really good one. Luke Voigt, 33 home runs. We all took the under. The fans, in a narrow margin, voted 52% on the over mm. for Luke Voigt. Oh,
0: nice. The, this, this optimism you threw out there, Christian, this positive thinking yeah. is really, flowing. It's really flowing. flowing, and people are feeling it, and they're picking it up, and they're absorbing oh, yes. it, and they're, and, they're, and they're putting it back out there to other people, and I like
1: and it. And do, you know, do you know proof of that? You know you want to hear the proof of that? Let me hear it. Gary Sanchez over under 207 batting average. We all took the over, and overwhelmingly, the fans voted 84% to take the over on the 207 yes. batting average. Boom.
2: Let's go.
1: Not asking right, for a G- lot,
2: Gary. No, really not. Seriously. Andrew. Again, and another I, sad. You,
0: you set your bar very low, Gary. Thanks.
1: <laughs> and you know what, dude? Like we say, we're not going to take a lot out of spring training, but today, runner on first. He's got the hole in between first and second. What does Gary do? Shoots the ball through the hole. Fucking
0: loved it. Listen, spring training is all bullshit except for the guys that you need to see perform. And that includes sometimes like uh, pitchers who are coming back like a Kluber, right? You want to see him look good and look somewhat effective and you know he's still working on it. But it's more important to guys like Gary Sanchez because we said it ourselves it's mostly mental with him and if you can start in spring training by hitting some dings poking the ball in big spots that carries right into the regular season and you ride that fucking wave baby
2: and unless your name is greg bird cuz he's ripped up in spring and then he'd fall apart are
0: you big and are you are you a clutch guy in october no 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 I'm clutch in March.
1: March. I'm Mr. I'm March. Big in March. <laughs> what about during Mr. the regular March.
0: season? No, that's usually when I'm
1: recovering yeah. from an injury. I usually play yeah. so hard in March. I got turped out. And as we said number of times with Gary, Gary is not. Gary should not hit the ball line to line. Visionless in my brain here. Not line to line. Gary should hit the ball gap to gap. And when he pokes the ball through the first and second base hole when the first baseman's holding on the runner. Mm-hmm. That's a great fucking sign from Gary
0: Sanchez. It is because that means one thing that Gary got up there with something when he struggling. What's that magic word? What's that magic word? Please stop getting that close to the microphone. Yeah, dude. Uh, when he <laughs> is struggling, there's one thing missing from Gary Sanchez and that is approach. There and when go. you can poke a that word. ball to a place where you know no one is... That's called an approach. And that is the sign of a good hitter.
1: Because you don't always mm. need to hit the ball 400 feet. Correct. Smacking one. All right. So we'll, we got a couple more here. We'll just go over. Gio Rochelle 19 home runs. Uh, we all took the under. The fans liked the over at 59% for it's Gio Rochelle. Positive Rochella. thinking, baby. Uh, and I texted this, guys, to you, and it finished. There was one poll that finished with what would be considered the negative outcome, and it's fucking Aaron Hicks. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Hicks. Aaron Hicks, 128 games played. We all took the under, and the fans took the under at 60%. Um, We don't blame you.
0: If you were going to pick one guy to to give the (laughs) negative outcome,
1: one out of 12. And the final one, uh, Clint Frazier, 19 home runs. Everybody likes the over, the fans at 75%. So there you go. Nice. Aaron yeah, Hicks. Fred. Somebody should write you Aaron, got Fred. Aaron Hicks. So we ran 12 <laughs> over under polls. 11 of them took the positive outcome. And fucking Aaron Hicks. <laughs> Get his ass off the
0: team. <sighs> All right. Yeah. So
1: we got a couple more things to hit here today. Do we have a couple more things? I think we
0: have one? one. You said you had one a hot the take. There was a hot take on Twitter you wanted to to discuss before we
1: wrap up. Actually, no, I want to put this on record here and we'll and then we'll get to Twitter before we wrap up. Use your brains. If you want me, if you want me to do Twitter and get back to you guys, we can do that. Yeah, I want you to go on record here and give me your one positive. Not Gary Sanchez is gonna hit 138 this year. I want your one positive Yankees player hot take. For the 2021 season, do you want me to do Twitter and then come back to you guys, no. or do you want to give it to me now?
0: No, I want to give it to you now, but okay. I want, I want, uh, just ask me that question one more time.
1: What is your one positive Yankees player hot take for the 2021 season? Okay, right. Can you go first?
2: I mean, dude, I really, I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not. I think that they're going to be healthy this year. If that's if that's a hot take. But as far as an individual performance, I really see a guy stepping up and having a bounce back year, and that's Glaber Torres. Because if you look up his numbers towards the end of last season, I mean, I think he was hitting three twenty one, or he had really really good numbers the final like twenty or so games of the year when Cashman said he kind of got back into shape. So I think a full season for Glaber Torres, he's really going to shine, and his defense isn't going to be a problem this year. I I, I see him being amazing. Give me the
1: hot – what's the hot take? MVP, top five finish, he's going to win the World Series. Give me the hot take, though, right? Give me the hot take.
2: Comeback player of the year, Corey Kluber.
1: Corey Kluber, comeback player of the year. Chris, you got your pen out? Write this down. I got it. Could you do that for me, please? Yeah.
0: Uh, it's, this is cool, actually. This is it's actually fascinating. I know you don't understand this, but when we do these shows, they're recorded on on the internet, and they don't go anywhere. So, like. worst case scenario, we just listen to the show and then we have the answer. Listen, you dirty slut. Most of the
1: time I'm listening to the show, I'm listening to it when I'm driving the car and I can't write it down. So I need to rely on one of you two that have a full desk in front of you and not a fucking kindergartner's table (laughs) to write this down. Go to
0: Ikea, dude. It fucking takes two minutes. Go to Ikea, build a desk, bada bing, bada boom. You know, if I didn't have
1: high-risk people living in my house, I could have one of you over here to help me clear out the fucking basement.
0: Soon, bro. Soon the shit's gonna be good to go and i'll come
1: help you and then i can have a whole fucking setup down there i but will anyway, fucking so, set you up so ryan hot take Corey kluber comeback player of the year yeah,
2: come on Klubs.
0: ready for mine
1: Sorry. i just yes i did i'm ready let's go
0: i kind of have two dude
1: i want one uh, all right i'm gonna get
0: gi- i'm gonna give you my one that's not really a hot take like the It's not a definitive hot take. I just want to say something. I'm flip-flopping. I'm flip-flopping. Remember when we had our debates on who's going to be the number two to fill the shoes of Garrett Cole? Uh I'm going to preface this by saying I have not watched uh, Tyone pitch. I do not know his numbers right now in spring training. I have not had the time to really look. So it has nothing to do with anything he's done in spring training. But I'm switching my decision. I think that not only will he be the number two, he will be the, Garrett Cole and him will be the most deadly one and two in all of baseball in 2021.
2: Well, like that take.
0: Okay, that's, but that's not going to be my hot, this is going to be my hot take where I'm really sticking my neck out there. Brett Gardner. The, oh God. It might not be in the postseason, or it could uh-huh. be, yeah. but it's going to be a shot that puts them either into the postseason or carries them through a series. He will have one big moment. Walk-off home run, a huge diving play in the outfield, and you'll say that the Yankees don't win the World Series or go as far as they did if it weren't for Brett Gardner.
1: So the defining moment of the season will be held by The Brett defining
0: Gardner moment of the season if you can pinpoint uh. it down to one thing. Not just the big picture, just one thing, it will be Brett Gardner. Sur- uh, uh, It will be just all Brett Gardner in that moment.
1: All right. So, Stat Guy Rise got the clue bot winning the comeback player of the year. Chris says that Gardy will have the defining. When you look back at the. When you watch the 2021 Yankees World Series DVD, they're all going to talk about this play, this hit that Brett Gardner made. Like, I
0: envision it like this. Let me be a little more. I envision it. I'm going to actually say it, it. because the, I don't think it'll be close where the Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs. So I'll, I'll stick my neck out even further. Say it will be a big playoff game. But I envision it in like the Yankees are, are up three, you know, two games to nothing or two games to one or something in the World Series. And they're starting to fall back. And you know things could get nasty. And Gardner comes up in a huge fucking spot. Hits like a walk-off home run and just from there the Yankees don't look back. Something like that where you're just going to say if it weren't for Brett Gardner, they don't they don't make it to where they did. That's my that's my hot take. It I will like be it. Brett Gardner.
1: Uh, I don't know how much of a hot take this is, but this is the take I'm sticking with and I'm going with Aaron Judge is going to play a full healthy season and he's going to win, listen to me, he's going to win the fucking American League MVP award. Boom. Aaron Judge. <sighs> Aaron Judge. All right, I love it. All right, so yeah. so so we just did the what we asked was the Twitter question in a week. What's your one positive Yankees player hot take for the season? So we'll just go through it. Don Sicario, his hot take is that Kluber and Gary will throw some shutouts together this year. I like it.
0: I like that. All right,
1: and here's a very here's a very no. recurring, uh, theme amongst the. Amongst the uh, replies we got at I love this guy's fucking handle at get off my lawn season. Nice ZN. He says Clint Frazier is going to be in the all star game this year. So there's okay, one. I like Ooh, that. At, that's take. a good one. At Charlie Ricker says Aaron Hicks is going to rebound, be healthy and have an on base percentage right around 400. That's a how good about take. how about this one? At Yankees underscore twenty eighth, we will have three legit Cy Young candidates in Cole Kluber and Tyone this year. Dude,
0: let me tell you something. You want to talk about sticking your fucking neck out there for something that's like kind yeah. of, kind of crazy, but could happen? That's a good one. I fucking love that one, man.
1: Here's Frankie's too loud. Tyone might be the trade we talk about for years to come. His pedigree, health issues in the past, relationship with Cole. Them training, etc is going to pay off huge. I, you, I think Did he really spell with big, a Y or an H? Huge. H, H, H. I H, H. think really big things are coming because of it. So, Dude,
0: Frankie, I got to say, man, I agree with you 100% on
1: that one. Okay, come on. 33. Yeah. Labor will bounce back and play at an MVP level, win the gold glove, and the Yankees are winning the World Series oh, this right, year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And here, wow, yeah. you want to hear the hottest take of all. Let hot me takes. fucking hear the hottest. You one, want to bro. hear the I'm hottest. I'm fucking takes pumped of all up hot right now. I'm pumped hot up takes right now. At Drew Wickman, Gary Sanchez will strike out less than fifty percent of the time this year. The hottest of the hot takes. Boom. And here we'll end it here with our boy at Stadium Status. I got a double. Torres and Frazier, both perennial All-Stars, going to the All-Star game this year. Glaber's making less than 10 errors and is going to win the World Series MVP and locking down the spot as the best shortstop in New York. So he basically said, fuck you, Francisco. Here's
0: my hot take on, on, on stadium status, our boy. Here's my hot take. You know those stories where like the wife cuts off the, the husband's junk when they get too angry? My hot take is if he doesn't cut the bullshit with Gloria, you're going to be in the newspaper. Maybe, <laughs> maybe even have a headline uh, on the actual news. <sighs> you better settle yeah. down.
1: Yeah, because yeah. she's not. She's not putting up with it. Mm. That's why we need a 1998 style season here because all our wives just need a nice, easy season. Do this. Now we look up. Huh? Do the
0: Yankees understand how much? What? How much they'd improve? The world by lie. just they having an easy win, season. Yeah,
1: easy season. Win one fourteen. How much better three, of
0: people will be for the for oh our
1: communities, God. for our families when the when the most stress we have is when the Yankees are tied two two in the ALCS, and then they win six straight
0: after that. No, you know what they're doing to us. You know what they've been doing to us. They've been doing like the DJ Lemayu, fucking. Ninth inning, whatever inning it was, home run, and right, then the
1: ninth tying home run. They, right?
0: They're like sending us up and down and up, and then it just makes us worse. You got to right. just
1: take us all the way through now. You remember the episode of How I Met Your Mother when they it was, I think it was in the first season when they, got, they rent the limo for New Year's Eve, yes, and uh, it's the mixtape. And Barney, and they started off with a shot through the heart by Bon Jovi. Mm -hmm. And Barney's like, no, it needs to be all rise all the time. Yes. That's what we need this season to be. All rise. All rise. All
0: the time.
1: See how he tied that into? All rise. Here comes the judge. All rise all the time. That's all we, that's it. Now, I'm not asking. I don't think that's asking for a lot. That's it, baby.
0: That's fucking it.
1: But, But honestly, dude, Drew Wickman, the fucking balls on that dude. Gary will strike out less than 50% of the time. Wow. Wow. That's he had the balls. That's gutsy. ballsy. It's right gutsy. That's, that's that's ballsy right there. Ballsy, uh-huh. gutsy balls. He
0: got some big balls. All right. We got to finish up, dude. My fucking kids, they slept by Uncle Ryan's house last night, and they're fucking maniacs right now. Maniacs. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. Ryan, instead of like we stayed oh, time up all for, night.
1: Instead of time for bed, Ryan's like, here's this Red Bull.
0: That's it. We did, we did kid, uh, we shotgun some balls. My kid's eyes are bloodshot from
2: birthday, two hours so. of sleep. Okay. okay. The party. It's uh-huh. his birthday. You, know? you only okay. turn four once. That's it.
1: Right. The little dumpster. Uh, what do they call him? The dirt is four years old. So happy birthday to little Jack yeah, happy there. Happy birthday, yeah, Jack. birthday, Jack. All right. So thank you very much for listening to episode 217 of the NYYST podcast. Please follow us on Twitter. At NYY Sports Talk, go to NYY slash shop. We got the shirts up there. Frazier, uh, Matsui and Aaron Judge, the Sterling Silhouette series, the first three shirts, NYYST pod will save you thirty percent and free shipping. You're gonna get these fucking shirts for twenty one
0: dollars. I'll tell you Come what, on. Paulo I'll Neo? tell you what. If you DM us that you want all three, I'll give you the thirty percent and free shipping. And and I'll give you one of the shirts for free. You buy two, get the third free, but you got to DM us at NYY Sports Talk. Wow. Yes. Wow. Oh, okay. And then I'll hook oh. you up with the deal. I'll send
1: you a special link. <clears throat> That's a deal. So starting, and then I'm just going to say this. You got to listen to the fucking show, guys. Got to listen to the show. We're going to run a special. I'm going to run a little contest here. I'm going to run a little contest. You're going to, and the winner's going to get to pick which one of the Sterling shirts that they, they want. We can wait until Jeter and Glaber come out if you want, or you can just pick it from one of the three. But you got to listen to the show. Just like we ran the contest about a month ago winner gets a fucking DJ jersey, And then nobody, you don't listen, you, you enter the contest, you know you got to listen to the show to win. And then you never hit me back. That's it. Oh, and speaking you, of DMs, am fucked up. Speak, speaking of DMs, you know how many DMs I got that people had problems with me this week? Guess how many I got? Guess how many I got after I made Three. my impass- uh, my impassioned plea. If you had a problem with me to DM me, guess how many I got this week? Zero. 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 Open, Zero. open your eyes. Zero. What movie?
0: What movie? Open your
2: eyes. Open your eyes. What? I don't Sixth know. Sixth Sense? I don't nope. know. The Shining? Vanilla Sky. Jesus. Vanilla
0: Sky.
1: Nobody okay. watched that shit. What are you doing? <laughs> you fucking weirdo. Open your eyes. All right, close your eyes, go to bed. Thank you for listening to this, uh to episode two seventeen in the NYYST podcast. SGR, go Yanks. Wow, you really let that one rip there for a minute, Ryan. You I let, let it rip, rip, dude. I'm letting you it rip today. You had to, you had to milk your three seconds, huh? That's it.
2: Hey, I take it as I got it.
1: All right, Chris, say goodbye. Boom! <laughs>